Isn't it wonderful to be here together and to hear these wonderful stories and to understand how God is in our life, um, how precious He is, and how much He loves us? So my story, this particular story, starts in 1990. And in 1990, I was very focused on me. I was a believer, but I, I was in this thing about I had to be as physically fit as possible. And I spent a lot of time working out. I ran every day. Um, I worked out with weights. Uh, I took aerobics classes. I rode my bike. I never stopped on this disciplined course focused on me. And um, I had this one thing I did. I'd get up at 4 o'clock in the morning uh, to lift weights. And so um, one morning, I was down there and I was lifting lifting and feeling good about it. And uh, this little voice, this little voice inside of me said, imagine what you could do if you put all this time and all this energy and discipline into something other than yourself. And I knew that voice. And I knew I couldn't ignore that voice. So I said, okay, okay, Lord, I got it. So I said, here's what I'll do. At 4 o'clock in the morning, from now on, when I get up, I'm going to pray instead of lift weights. And I'm going to pray that you will tell me what it is I'm supposed to do. And that's what I did. And so I started, got up 4 o'clock, got up in the morning, started praying, what is it that he has for me to do? And the first thing that came to my mind was abortion. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't want anything to do with that. Because I wanted to help homeless people. I wanted to take care of children. I wanted something that would make people understand what I was doing was a good thing. I, I didn't want abortion to be involved with that because it sounded very uh, complicated. It sounded like a battle. And that was not my idea of what I wanted to do. So I continued to get up in the morning and pray, even though the answer had been given to me. And I continued to do that for a while. And finally, it was like, okay, Okay, Lord, I'll go to the front line for you. But I knew nothing about abortion or the pro-life movement. I didn't know why that was what was coming to me. But I said, okay. And I said front line because in my mind it was a war. It was a battle. That's how I saw it. So a few days later I was reading the newspaper. And you know it was a long time ago because there were actually newspapers, written newspapers, and I was reading it. And there was an article, there was an ad in the paper for Springfield Right to Life. Well, I didn't know who that was, but it said Right to Life. Springfield Right to Life was going to have a conference on life issues in Springfield, in a church. And so um, I didn't think that was a coincidence that that happened, being from Springfield. And so I went to that meeting. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anything about the pro-life. And I sat way in the back of the church so no one could see me. And uh, there was a woman up front, and she was um, speaking. And I uh, didn't know 
a lot about what she was saying, but I was listening to her. And then she took a break, and she came down from where she was speaking, and she walked down the aisle, and she walked to the back row where I was, and she stood in front of me and she said, I want you to lobby for the Illinois Federation for Right to Life. I had no idea who this woman was. I didn't know what lobbying was, really. And I was stunned. And she said, you look exactly like the person I'm looking for. And so I, I didn't even know what to say. And so she said, well, let's get together at a different time. And I said, fine. So we, we made an appointment to meet later, a couple of days. And so we met. And I, I was just, oh boy, what am I getting into here? And uh, so we sat down and we talked. And she told, she explained lobbying and politics. And then the more I heard, the more I knew, oh my gosh, you know, this is not, this is not what I want to do. And, uh, and then she said, in conclusion, she said, if you do this, you will be on the front line. <laughs> was there any doubt that this, that was exactly what the Lord was calling me to do? And there was no denying it, that that's what he had in mind for me. And now today, that woman was uh, the president of the Illinois Federation for Right to Life. And today I'm the president of the Illinois Federation for Right to Life. And that is how amazing the Lord is. That is how amazing He is. And since that time, I've been lobbying at the Capitol uh, for the Federation. And how, I, how this works, <laughs> well, how I, the Lord makes it work at the Capitol is, I go there and I have my plans and I think, well, I need to talk to this, this representative or this senator, or this is what I need to do. But I never go there fixed on what I want to do because I know that the Lord will direct me, He will direct people, He will get me where I need to be, and He will help me throughout that day as long as I listened for Him, as long as I'm praying, as long as I'm walking in His presence. Just for an example, a while back we had a bill <laughs> that was coming up and it was one of the terrible pieces of legislation that comes up in Springfield. And uh, I had been asked to give testimony in the Senate committee hearing about the bill. And I, of course, I said I would do it. So, but I had this check in my spirit that I, I just didn't feel good about this. I didn't, I didn't feel right about giving this testimony about the bill. So I went to the Capitol early and I went and I sat down and um, I just started praying and I said, Lord, if there is someone I need to talk to about something, if, if there's something that has to be done, please send that person to me here now so I know. And within minutes, a senator came walking around the corner that I know, a wonderful pro-life senator, and he said, hey, John, what's going on? And so I started talking to him about that I was there for testimony on this bill, but I wasn't happy about the testimony because I didn't think it was the right strategy for that bill. I just felt that there was something wrong about it, and I told him that. He said, fine, and he walked away, and he went to his office, I believe. And then a little while later, one of the other people who was involved with this bill and who had asked me to give testimony came out, walked up to me, and said, well, 
um, there's been a meeting of leadership, and we've talked about this, and uh, we think the strategy may be going in the wrong direction, and so we are going to change this, and um, you don't need to give testimony today. It's such a small thing, just a little thing, but in the kingdom, when you're doing his work, there is no small thing. Because if you're obedient in that small thing, it's huge. It's huge. And we have no idea when we're doing those things what can happen. We don't have the big picture. We just do our part. And that's what I do. I just go there. I walk around and say, hey, Lord, I'm here. <laughs> What's going on? And I, I watch for him and I listen for his voice. So how I prepare in the morning to go to the Capitol, because the Capitol is a place of um, darkness and uh, battlefield. And, uh, and I'm battling for life, innocent life. Um, so I start out with scripture because you have to have the word in you. You have to have his word in you to go into a place of darkness, to have the light. And then I do my prayer, my concerns for the day and for others. And then I like to be quiet. And I thought for a long time, how, how do I get quiet before the Lord and listen? And uh, we had three boys. And when they were young, we used to, we loved to hike. And, and we'd go out in the woods and hike, you know. And sometimes you go out in the woods, it's so, so beautiful. And, uh, and sometimes it's just quiet. And then I would be there and I would just close my eyes and I'd listen for the birds singing. I'd listen maybe for a particular bird singing in that beautiful quiet. And that's, that's where I want to go when I'm listening for the Lord. I want that quiet place where I'm seeking Him so He can speak to my heart and He can help me through the day. And that's how I go out for the Lord in the name of Jesus, to fight the darkness for life. So, what can you do about life? What can you do? Well, there you can start by the prayer. What you can ask the Lord what to do. What can you do about it? But, but practically speaking, I can tell you what you can do. Right now, there is a terrible bill terrible piece of legislation called House Bill 40. I don't know if any of you have heard of House Bill 40, but today, as of this morning, it had passed out of the House last week and is sitting on what we call third reading in the Senate. And if the Senate passes, they may have passed it already today. I don't know. Um, if that happens, it's going to go to our governor for his signature. Now, here's what you can do. You can call Governor Rauner. And he has publicly stated that he will veto that bill. Not because he's pro-life. He is not pro-life. But because what this bill does is it dramatically, it, it, it's, it just dramatically ups the cost of abortion. By, it, it just it creates a huge amount of money to be used, of taxpayer money, to be used to pay for abortions for any reason at any time. 
in the abortion, uh, during the pregnancy. It would force the uh, insurance, state employees, insurers, excuse me, <clears throat> to pay for abortions for any reason, any time. It lifts restrictions on the state, giving grants to nonprofit organizations that refer or perform for abortions. I don't know if you've heard, but Illinois is broke. This, this bill alone, we could be looking to an extra 30 to $60 million in the budget. And that's the reason he wants to veto it. It has nothing to do with saving the precious lives of unborn children. Okay, So what I'm asking you to do is to call Governor Rauner and ask him and, and thank him for publicly stating that he will veto this bill. And, and that's a way of reminding him that, that we know he said he'd do that because um, we have to stop this bill. <laughs> we just have to stop this bill. So um, what else can you do? That's a very concrete thing. People like very concrete things that they can do, and you can do that. And what would you do? Well, you should tell your friends and family. You should spread the word. You should spread the word that's happening so they can call the governor as well. And that, that's one thing you can do. But what is really happening here in the state of Illinois, the one thing that you absolutely must do, and that is to pray for the state of Illinois. This state is declining rapidly in many ways, on many levels. And, and the morality of the state is in deep, deep decline. And we have to stop it. We are God's people. Who else? Who else is going to stand in the gap for innocent, unborn babies? It must be us. It has to be us. We are God's children. So, one thing we can do is pray. And pray for a miracle for the state of Illinois. And we have to be of one mind and we have to be in unity to do this. We have to set aside differences about other things or what we think needs to be done or how it should be done. And we have to be in unity and just come together to fight against the darkness of abortion, which is running rampant in this state right now. So pray for a miracle, pray together, and, and do the practical things. Find out what you can do and do those things. And thank you. Does anyone have any questions? nugget, hope I'm being optimistic here, that you're seeing anything in the state that is looking encouraging for the future that maybe you didn't see a few years ago, or... Yes, yes, because I believe as the darkness encroaches, the light is brighter and greater, and I am seeing more and more people working together, as I, I've been doing a lot of talking with people and going out to groups. And more important people, when I say we have to pray, they say yes. We have to pray, and we have to work together. So I truly believe that the Lord is doing a work in Illinois, and he is bringing people together, and he is getting us to work. And I'm, I'm just working with any group, and I don't care you know, who they are, what their thing is. I will work with anyone to stop what's happening in the state of Illinois, and I'm running across people everywhere are willing to do that. So I think the Lord is stirring us and the Holy Spirit is moving over the state and if we'll just pray, if we'll just pray and, 
Just come before the Lord. Listen, listen. Someone sitting in this room, he may be speaking to you to start answering the call for the unborn child. The rosary you do, Mary Jo and Cecilia, the rosary you do, you know, we're praying the rosary. It's so beautiful. And and I, I, I can relate to what Dawn is saying because that peace is so profound. It's, 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 it's important. Any other questions? Thank you.